Welcome to PALS Talks Literacy, a podcast created for Project Adult Literacy Society. In this podcast, we talk about literacy in all of its forms and the impact it has on people's lives. Today, we're talking to a volunteer who has been with PALS the longest. This year, we celebrated her 35th year of being a volunteer here at PALS. Meet Etta Looms. Etta, you have been with PALS for 35 years. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe what brought you to PALS? Well, I, I like teaching. Um, I've been a teacher for a long time and I'm not very good at discipline. So PALS, people that come to PALS are people who want to learn. I love teaching people who want to learn. I don't want to force people. And I, I'm not very good at advertising, at making myself popular. So if people want to learn, I want to help them. Which programs have you been in at PALS? Literacy. And have you been with literacy the whole time? Yes. I know I've heard you singing. Huh? You're involved in the sing-along? Yes, I'm involved in the sing-along. What brought you to PALS to start with? That's a good question. That was such a long time ago. I just, <laughs> well, I, I've, I've heard that there are an awful lot of adults, Canadians, who can't read or write, which is a little hard to understand. And uh, it was so, such a long time ago. I mean, 35 years. I, I'm not quite sure exactly how, how I got involved with PALS, but my very first student was a young man who grew up in Canada. He was a Canadian. And for some reason or other, he didn't quite learn to read or write in school. Okay. So he came to PALS and I worked with him for many, many years. Why have you stayed at PALS for 35 years? I guess uh, I kind of hate changing. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel good to, to be able to do something useful. How many people have you worked with at PALS? Or how many <gasps> learners have you had? Well, the, my first student was the one that stayed with me the longest. And then I had another lady that sort of stopped. I've may, maybe, maybe half a dozen, maybe a dozen. What is something about yourself that makes you a great tutor? I guess I, I'm fairly patient, I think, because I make lots of mistakes myself and uh, it's good to be patient with other people. And some of the highlights were the social events at PALS. I mean, we've done some trips. Tell and, me about uh, those. Oh, we had various birthday celebrations at the office. And uh, I, I just like to stay active. And especially after my husband died, I thought, okay, now what? Because he was my best friend and I, I didn't really have too, too many friends. So, you know, I decided I have to continue living and do the best I can. Yeah. Well, you've certainly made a huge impact here. Everyone knows you. I hear that you're involved with more than just PALS, that you're pretty active in the community and you're part of a small group called Raging Grannies. Is that true? Yeah, the Raging Grannies. Can you tell me what the Raging Grannies is in case people don't know? Okay, the Raging Grannies is a group of... Uh, ladies, 
mostly grandmothers. And it got started in British Columbia uh, when they were the, they're arguing against nuclear waste being dumped in the ocean and the government wasn't doing very much about it. At this point in the podcast, we had some technical difficulties. Luckily, I was able to meet up with um, Etta later in the evening and we were able to finish our talk. Here's the rest. What are the Raging Grannies and how did you get involved? I uh, participated in all sorts of demonstrations against this, that, and the other thing. And I met Marilyn at the farmer's market. And when we had some kind of demonstration against, I don't know, GMO foods or whatever it was. And she said, why don't you join the Raging Grannies? And I said, well, I'm not a grandmother yet. And she said, that doesn't matter. So I joined the Raging Grannies and she also lives in my neighborhood. We sing songs songs that you know people know and adapt them and put words in that we like to use like uh, we we had a song against Ralph Klein and we have okay. songs against against war and against discrimination against GMO uh, for fair trade and uh, uh, good education you know you name it <laughs> So do the members come up with the wording for the song? Some, some people do, yeah. Yeah, do you do that? At this point, Etta shakes her head and turns up her nose. Nope. No, you just sing along? I just sing along, yeah. What's your favorite tune? Uh, okay. At this point, Etta turns around and walks away. She's got a table set up behind her, and she's going and rifling through papers. I was a little unsure of what she was looking for at first, but when she came back, I was more than happy. Oh, here it is, here it is, I got it, I got it. Okay. <laughs> hey, look us over. Hey, look us over, Granny's proud and strong. Time to hear our voices, time to hear our song. Silent for too long, speaking up at last, cause now the earth is crying out and we must all respond by saying, let's work together. Build, not destroy. Teach love and kindness to every girl and boy. Cause the planet's home to all of us. And that's the song we bring. Hear the raging granny sing. That was amazing. At this point, Etta holds up her song sheet so we can see all the words and all of the illustrations they have on it. On it, there are witches holding up protesting signs. Oh, I love it. And you even have things like, and poverty, only organic food, mm -hmm. uh, universal health care. And fair tax. Fair tax. Fair tax. Yeah. And, and re proportional representation and public transport, public education, public health, all these socialist things. So how often do you go out and perform with the Raging Grannies? Uh, it depends. Right now, we're not doing very much because of COVID. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but it just depends on the situation. Okay. So it's not like a weekly thing that you get together? Well, and we meet. We, uh, in the beginning, we met every week. And now we meet about twice a week. And uh, we went on Zoom. But now we're meeting in person again nice yeah 
when you meet in your meetings, do you talk about like when you'd go and protest or what things? Yeah, you're- yeah, oh, yeah. We, we, we make plans. And I think there's something going on this weekend, which I'm skipping. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's only so much you can do. True. But, true. but you see the advantage of being a raging granny, we are retired and nobody can bug us. We can't get fired. And we are sort of middle class and educated and, uh, you know. So how do you become a raging granny? Did you You just join them? Is it like a membership form? Or just go to the meetings? You just go to the meeting and see if you want to continue going there. I love this. I, yeah. I might have to look into it a bit more because that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, well, we're we mo- mostly older people. You're, you might be too young for a raging granny. <laughs> that is the nicest thing you could have said to me. <laughs> oh, really? Well, as a matter of fact, I do have a grandchild now. Do you? So, yeah. How old is your grandchild? Uh, he is nine. At this point, again, Etta goes for a walk. She comes back with a beautiful picture of her grandson. That's him. Oh, he's gorgeous. He he is good looking. Very. He's quite smart. When you were teaching your learners how to read, did you Mm -hmm. notice any big changes in their life as they learned to read? Well, they're getting a little more confident, I think. Yes. They're getting a little more confident in themselves and they, they get they're better able to express themselves when they're writing. It just depends, you know, it depends on the student how much, how long he or she wants to stay with me, you know. And my, my student right now, she's probably in her 50s and I'm really amazed that, you know, she still wants to, to learn all these things. She's still interested. We have so many amazing learners who work so hard to learn English or to learn computers or to learn math. And I am always so impressed with them because it's hard to learn and be an adult and try to figure out how to get your job completed and take care of your family, whether they're young mm-hmm. or old or whatever. Like that's a, yeah. it's a lot to do all yeah. of that. And yep. learn. Yeah, true. So I'm, I'm always very impressed with that. What are some of the key things you can do as a tutor to help your learners? But, uh, you know, we just have to be patient. Yeah. Because, you know, try, trying to teach me to drive a car or work on a computer <laughs> will, uh, will uh, challenge somebody's patience. Oh, yeah. So we, we have different talents we do so during the pandemic when pals was had to be closed Mm -hmm. were you able to still do any work during that time or were you well we did it per telephone my student and I yeah wow and it's not it's not that good because my hearing isn't that great my hearing aids don't work too well But like the dedication right there that you were still willing to 
put both of you were still willing to put in the yeah. time and effort to continue to learn even over the phone during the pandemic. Sure. Wow. Sure. That's amazing. Did you like, were you doing reading and stuff together over the yeah. phone? Yeah. I, 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 the reading was easy because I, I had the book in front of me. I found it harder to uh, there's a writing, their writing exercises. And I found those harder. How would you even know what they wrote over the phone? Well, she would read, she would be reading it. She would read it back. That's yeah. hard too, though. And what has kept you coming back to pals year after year? Well, it gives me something to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And, 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 you know, why not? I mean, I'm, I'm so fortunate. I'm not everybody is as fortunate as I am. So why not, why not help people? If you were going to meet someone who said, I think I'm going to volunteer at PALS, but I'm not sure. What would you tell them about becoming a mentor at PALS? And, and tell them that, well, I mean, I have all sorts of friends and they're involved in all sorts of things. So, you know, why not? I mean, we're still, we're still alive and we don't have to work. Yep. So, so why not do something useful? I can't even tell you how amazing it has been to chat with you today. And thank you again for your patience. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for your dedication, for your spunk and spirit, and for bringing all of the joy and laughter that you do every day to pals. This podcast was recorded on Treaty 6 territory. We respect the First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and all First Peoples of Canada, whose presence continues to enrich our community.